Yo, welcome back. Talk and Play Blurry Cast. I'm your host, Brian Saf. Thank you for being here once again. Any newcomers, appreciate you for tuning in. Um, if you've read the title, this is a thinking out loud. You know, this is uh <laughs> so I take to the blurry cast, you know what I'm saying, just to have a conversation with you, with you all about you know, something that I've been thinking about or a topic of conversation that has become something <laughs> worth discussing, in my opinion. And if you read the um, title, like I said, then you kind of might see where I'm going with this. Talking about the situation at the Oscars, you know what I'm saying? Will Smith, Chris Rock, Jada Pinkett, Smith. Okay, I got to make sure I say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You saw it. You know what's going on. You're a part of social media. You you see the conversation. So what I want to do is after I play this good old intro music real quick, I want to, I don't know, like peel back the layers. I titled the episode A Slap with Layers because I'm seeing the conversations being had. I'm hearing what people are saying, their opinions, their thoughts and everything. And I'm realizing as the conversation starts to shift from, you know, Will's actions into what's acceptable in front of white people into what um, (laughs) standing up for black women or protecting black women looks like. Like I'm seeing the conversation have a transformation that um, I feel is kind of worth the discussion because this is something that seems to be polarizing um, in all kind of arenas. So I want to yeah, play my theme music real quick and then let's just jump into it. I think I'm, I'm in the mood to think. <laughs> so let's let's uh, have some conversation and kind of peel back the layers of the slap that was heard and seen around the world. But before we do that, I do want to give a quick shout out to all the women around the whole wide world <laughs> or at least the ones that celebrate Women History Month. This episode right here will be out before the last day of uh, Women's History Month. So I just want to make sure I take the time to shout all the women out, all the amazing women that I have in my circle, all of the amazing women and everything that helped shape my life from entertainment to you know, whatever y'all have invented to <laughs> to make living every day easier. Like just shout out to Women's History Month. Shout out to all the women. Want to make sure I say that because y'all deserve it. So with that being said, now let me play my theme music real quick so we can talk about this slap. <laughs> So, like I said, since the incident occurred, you know what I'm saying? We've seen this conversation or I'm seeing the conversation, you know what I'm saying? Take on different life, different meanings and just really transform into a larger conversation. Right. Like I said in the intro, I'm seeing it go from, you know, what I'm saying just the initial reactions to the slaps, you know, <laughs> the memes, the uh, responses, the reactions, everybody <laughs> stating their opinion on it to, oh, what does it look like to protect black women and what 
you know, if that was actually a display of, you know, Will trying to protect Jada and defend her honor and shit like that. And, you know, I'm seeing the conversations about black people once again feeling like <laughs> we have to um, show up as shells of ourselves in these spaces just to be accepted for whatever reason and how this is a stain on the black community and you know just a bunch of stuff that normally goes on when it comes to social media a bunch of think pieces but this one in particular is kind of interesting yeah i'm gonna say interesting to say the least just given the nature of the two individuals involved or three i should say yes because jada absolutely counts in this conversation i also want to bring up something with her that i feel like people are kind of skating over when it comes to this entire scenario but we'll get to that later in the episode just to you know what i'm saying make sure we're clear on what happened i'm gonna reiterate the situation <laughs> Chris Rock is on stage. He is, you know, getting ready to present an award in which Will is nominated for, as well as a white actor who I can't seem to find <laughs> who exactly Chris Rock was referring to when they were talking about what he was talking about. You know, there's going to be trouble at the house if <laughs> Will don't win or if this other man and his celebrity wife don't, you know, walk out with the Oscar or whatever the case might be. So it would seem to be, you know, pretty lighthearted from there. But then Chris decided that he wanted to make a joke um, in referring to Jada, pretty much telling her, well, I ain't going to repeat the joke. But ultimately, the premise of the joke was a you know play on <laughs> the original gi jane movie that uh came out in 1997 starring demi moore and why this was you know relatable to jada in this particular instance because demi moore in order to portray this character in the G.I. Jane movie, she decided that she wanted to, you know, shave her head, ball, rock a low cut or whatever. Obviously, you see Jada, you know, her Instagram's popping. <laughs> you can Google Jada, what she look like right now. She has a bald head. Now, what Chris, you know, failed to understand about Jada's situation is this is not particularly a, like, hair choice of style per se, like she did it to combat the symptoms and pretty much her inevitable fate with um, alopecia, which is an autoimmune disease that, you know, in layman's terms, causes an extreme amount of hair loss, causes your hair to thin and fall out in patches at times. Like your hair follicles are really, really delicate because of this autoimmune disease. So because of that, you know, and this is something that Jada has been open with, you know, her struggles dealing with it. She decided, you know what, instead of trying, you know, any miracle cures or seeing all these doctors or whatever, I'm going to just be proactive about it and get comfortable in the fact that I may not have hair. So I'm going to just go bald. And that is what she's been doing. 
obviously (laughs) it is a disease. So, of course, she's not like super excited about it. She's been very vocal about the struggles with it over all of these years that we've known Jada Pinkett Smith as, you know, a human being, a celebrity actor, whatever the case might be. Now, like I said, it doesn't seem like Chris Rock was aware of that. So he made a joke that, you know, is in poor taste given the circumstances. Had Jada not already been, you know, super clear about her choice to rock the ball head and, you know, just, you know, pretty much branded it as a style choice rather than this is something I'm doing to try to combat a medical condition, then, you know, maybe the joke would have landed a little better. Maybe it would have made a little bit more sense, but it didn't. And, you know, the slap happened. We saw the video. We saw the footage. Will seemed to be chuckling um, from the jokes prior that Chris Rock was making in comparison to, you know, if when Will's his Oscar versus this uh, white guy who was also nominated for the Oscar and the tension that could bring, you know, I just explained all that. There was a joke being made prior. It seemed like Will was still coming off the laugh from that. And then he kind of caught what Chris said about the GI Jane shit looked at um, Jada saw that she was not at all amused and he took to the stage, you know, and the most legendary slap in television history probably took place. Now, this is where I want to stop and interject, right? Because we know all of this, like all of this is apparent. Um, Maybe some people didn't quite understand why Chris Rock was up there cracking jokes in the first place. He's supposed to be hosting the Oscars. Well, that is something that the Oscars uh, tend to do. They want to, I guess, loosen up the room, you know, make the night less tense. This is a big deal now. We we don't want to discount how big the Academy is and how important Oscars are and even Oscar nominations are to an actor or actress's career. So it's like got a bunch of people in this room, a majority of which who are nominated for some kind of award that can pretty much secure them an acting future for the rest of their life. You know what I'm saying? Granted, they not fuck it up. <laughs> so he was like uh, cracking jokes as the Oscar host tends to do on the crowd or whatever to kind of loosen things up, make sure the night flows without too much pressure. That's fine to me. I understand that we saw or we seen this before plenty of times. This is part of the reason, you know, the Grammys had that whole situation with Kevin Hart. He's a comedian, a very good one at that. They want people that knows how to you know, endear the crowd to them and also get them laughing and ease the tension. That's fine. I understand that. Hopefully you guys do as well. If I'm just not putting that information into your awareness, cool. This is where we kind of peel a layer back though, because Chris Rock and, you know, Will and Jada have not had the best um, history with one another over the past, I don't know, I can't even really put a time on it, but it's been past like few years ever since um, 
Will was not well, not nominated. I was going to say nominated, but ever since Will was not nominated for that concussion movie he did, which everybody was raving about, everybody felt like Will had an outstanding performance. Everybody felt like that is the movie or one of the movies that he should have been at least nominated for Oscar for. It didn't happen. Didn't get a nomination. Nothing about the movie got nominated, even though critics raved. It was probably the best movie of the year. So in that instant, if you can remember, because it didn't happen that long ago, um, Jada took, you know, to social medias or whatever and kind of called for a boycott of the Oscars. You know, I think that uh, Oscar so white hashtag start floating around and we started to kind of band together as a culture to say, damn, it is fucked up that not only are you guys not acknowledging, you know, all of the black creativity and talent out here and making sure you shine a light on these actors and actresses that have, you know, dedicated so much to making sure these films are great. But on top of that, you're not even acknowledging the films and the people that are not the actors and actresses that had to put in all that work in order to make the film great. It was a big thing. Y'all probably remember it. Um, Jada got us all to be like, you know, Oscar so white. We ain't trying to do that until they start recognizing our talent or whatever, whatever. We just going to skip that and go to all the black after parties. Now, that actually did get the Oscars attention. And ever since that particular moment in time, the Oscars have been going above and beyond to let us know that they are trying to be more inclusive with, you know, the nominee um, selection process and how the winners are selected. Basically, they told us, we heard you niggas. Um, we see it as well. You called us. <laughs> we're going to start being more inclusive. And, you know, we were cool with that. This is actually Jada's first time attending an Oscar ceremony since all that stuff took place. Now, why I say or why I bring that up is because in this actual time period where, you know, what I'm saying um, Jada was sticking up for Will and, you know, his deserve at least nomination for that movie and, you know, calling the Oscars out on how white they are and how much they don't pay attention to black creatives and, you know, everybody black in the film industry. Chris Rock decided that it was appropriate to make a joke about it and kind of chastise will and jada and essentially the joke which referenced rihanna and her panties by the way weirdo shit <laughs> but the joke pretty much ended with chris rock saying it doesn't matter that will and jay or jada specifically is boycotting the oscars and she's gotten everybody else in the community kind of banned with it because she wasn't invited so it doesn't matter that you are <laughs> jumping out on, you know, your platforms or whatever and criticizing the Oscars and, you know, wagging your finger at them because you wasn't even invited. So they're not considering anything you have to say anyway. Now, I can assume and I'm pretty sure you can assume as well that Jada did not take kindly to that. Neither did Will, because that was clearly a moment in time where. She was raising a bigger awareness of what's going on with the Oscars outside of the fact that, of course, Will didn't get nominated for a phenomenal movie. So I'm pretty sure you can understand, you know, why there might be some tension, if any, between the 
three in this award ceremony will kept screaming out you know saying keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth i can assume that the joke made years ago about you know saying what jada was trying to bring awareness to also contributed to that you know outburst that will have after the slap when he was yelling at chris on stage from his seat now i'm not saying all of this to you know what i'm saying like give will an excuse for what he did or condone anything that he did i personally have some um opposing <laughs> you know views and thoughts on how i would have handled that situation myself i'm just saying these things are worth noting because if you pay attention to the situation, it kind of seems like they could contribute to everything that actually led to the actual slap. Now, like I said, I probably would have handled things different. Um, actually, I ain't no probably. I know I would have handled things different. Like, I'm not one of those people that, you know, loses their temper very quickly. Um, if I do come to a point where I'm like that pissed off to where I want to or not want to, but I'm like compelled to show off publicly like that and be that guy, whatever, then we going all the way. Like it's going to be more than a slap. It's going to be more than me sitting in my chair yelling, you know, curse words and shit at you. Like we going all the way. If I feel that compelled to put myself in a position to be ridiculed and embarrass myself in front of people that I do and don't know, whatever, like I'm turning up. So I already know that wouldn't have been me. I probably would have waited till the producers came out or got on the uh, speakers and said everybody like, Hey, we're on a little commercial break or intermission right now, you know, X, Y, Z, or waited until I knew the camera wasn't going to be, you know, on me for whatever reason. And when I spoke to Chris privately, that's just me, though. I would have pulled him aside, be like, listen, I don't know if you understand the severity of the situation. You clearly saw my wife was not feeling the joke. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to ask you to get on TV and apologize when these commercials end or whatever, or you get back on stage to um, announce something else. You need to apologize to my wife because that was uncalled for. This is what the fuck is going on in case you don't know. And that's why it's not OK. And I'm saying this as a man who has, you know, saying been in a relationship with a woman before who is dealing with something that physically affects her appearance and her not being comfortable about it and feeling a certain way and me having to be, you know, overly supportive and making sure that she understands that she's beautiful and don't really matter whatever the fuck everybody else got going on because i'm looking at you i see what time it is you fine as fuck to me so don't worry about that let's go out and have a good time and enjoy what it is because i don't think people necessarily were thinking about that in the case of will and i guess like i said because i've been with the woman who suffered from some kind of medical condition that alters her physical appearance i don't think people took into account that it might have taken jada a lot to come out of the house that night like step into my head for a second imagine you know your significant other has something about them that you know, alters their physical appearance in a way that they are completely uncomfortable with. They don't like it. They would change it if they could. But 
you know, something else is going on that's stopping them from not changing it. And you, you know, as a loving, supportive partner are doing and saying everything you can to make them feel comfortable in their skin enough to be in public with you. Like, I don't think people understand, like, when you already dealing with somebody that's on thin ice as far as their emotional security and their physical security and just feeling a one in their body and just loving who they are wholeheartedly enough to just be out and be like, man, fuck it. I look good. Like that could be very, very maddening to be like, damn it. I done did all of this work to build my wife up and make her feel comfortable being in public in a way that she's uncomfortable being in public. And then hear somebody go making jokes or whatever. Like even in me just saying that right now, I feel like most of us have been there with the significant other, meaning been in a place where you have to be, you know what I'm saying? They rock in a moment of, you know, humanness where they're like, I don't like the way my body looks or I don't like the way my hair looks or, you know what I'm saying? I don't like the way this outfit looks on me after I spent all this money on it. Like, I feel like everybody who's loved somebody has been in that situation before with air. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Having to boost their partner up in order to just get them to come out of the house for whatever reason. So um, that's, you know, why I would have handled the situation the way I say I would have handled it. I'm looking at it from that vantage point of this is something that, you know, will or this is something that Jada has been struggling with and Will has been a big support for her through all of that. They are life partners. They're husband and wife. <laughs> they share children together. Like you would be dumb to not think that Will has been behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying, holding Jada or talking to her about this and, you know, reassuring her that she's going to be beautiful no matter what the fuck her hair looks like. So, that's just the vantage point I'm looking at it from like commercial break time. I definitely would have been like, Chris, bro, like, come on, bro. We need to talk. What the fuck is that? This is the situation Do you know, like what the fuck is going on? Like, I need you to get on that, that uh stage when this TV is cut back on these cameras cut back on and this shit go live again. I need you to get back on that stage and apologize and make this shit right because that's completely unacceptable and you know i probably would have been aggressive and angry about it but why would i not nigga like do you know what we deal with at home because my wife is struggling with this so that's what i would have done now you know what i'm saying chris rock is also a man much like myself so if he would have decided he wanted to buck up then we would just would have been bucking it just is <laughs> just is what it is if he decided Oh, I ain't, I ain't doing all that. And this like, okay, well, shit, then now let me introduce you to Paul and his five disciples. Because what we try, what we not going to do is embarrass us publicly. And then I'm trying to, you know, what I'm saying pull you to the side behind the scenes and you turning up. Let's no, we can. <laughs> I have a, a few friends that will um, settle this right now. <laughs> but that's just me. We'll opt it for you know, a more direct approach. We saw it slap, slap, nigga. <laughs> it is what it is. And, um, this kind of put social media in a fucking spiral. Like the conversation is still going on. I'm pretty early in the conversation that by the time you listening to this, it's been a couple of days, but not a full week, 
you know, if you're listening to this as soon as I drop it. But um, before we get into the actual conversations that I've been seeing the most, let me pull over for a second and just say, like, we also need to have a conversation about comedy and how people, you know, what I'm saying sometimes situations like this happen where a joke is made in poor taste or whatever and instead of just immediately acknowledging like oh man maybe i shouldn't have made a joke about that or maybe i went a little too far with that or whatever the case might be you know what i'm saying these people just hide behind the fact that they're comedians and stuff like that not saying that's what chris rock is doing i'm saying in most cases like this or whatever when somebody makes a joke and the person on the butt of the joke or the person who the joke is about uh, feels a way about it people like to be oh you know it's a joke it's comedy stop being sensitive x y and z this shit is not comedy for everybody everybody's life is not up for you know what i'm saying mockery i hope one day we could get to a point especially in the black community where we stop trying to tell people they being sensitive or they overreacting or whatever for not feeling a joke that somebody makes about them like Sometimes the shit is funny, but sometimes it's too far and that's okay. It's okay for comedians to, you know what I'm saying, display a little bit of humanity and be like, oh damn, I ain't know that I was, you know what I'm saying, pushing the envelope that far. My bad. Let me dial it back a little bit. I apologize. Like it's okay. It don't always have to be you being sensitive or you being soft or whatever the case might be. It was just a joke. You know, this person's a comedian. This is what they do. X, Y, and Z. Like sometimes the shit be not funny and sometimes the shit be too much of somebody's real life and it's not something to be made fun of so like why we just can't be like you know my bad and move on and then at the same time you see the ramifications of that right because you have chris rock a comedian making a joke clearly he was not aware of you know what i'm saying Jada's situation or whatever but that didn't stop Will from going up there and smacking the shit out of him, as Chris Rock said. Even in that, like, because I'm personally among the people who feel like you can't tell people how they should feel or how they should um, respond to something that they perceive. Like, okay, the joke was made. Will and Jada took offense to it. You can't tell them, like, they not allowed to take offense to something, a, a joke that was made about them just because, oh, Chris Rock is a comedian and he was doing his job. Like, they got offended. And that's fair because they're human beings. Like, telling them they wrong for having a feeling about something that was said about them, that's not, <laughs> that's not P, my nigga. <laughs> like, I don't fuck with that. I don't believe that it's okay. And then on the side for people who feel like Will, you know what I'm saying, overreacted or whatever the case might be. We also have to take into account that that is life, my nigga. Like, you're not always going to get multiple opportunities to fuck up. Sometimes you're going to hit a speed bump and that one speed bump is going to wreck your shit. Like, sometimes you're not going to get the opportunity to understand and realize like oh damn i made a mistake not gonna do that again sometimes the very first time you cross somebody's boundaries they checking you in whatever way they feel you know necessary and you kind of just gotta eat that that's life like we don't always get the opportunity to make a mistake and learn from it without any um consequences or repercussions like sometimes in life you pull up on somebody the wrong way 
the first time and the first time you do it is you know what i'm saying detrimental to you so in terms of people feeling like you know what i'm saying well overreacted in that moment you know you could possibly say that i could see a case being made for that but at the same time it's like this is what happened and that is life because sometimes life go that way we know it only take one time for you to have sex to get pregnant you know what i'm saying i have a kid or whatever the case might be we know your very first car accident can be your very last one you might not make it up out of that shit like these are things that happen in life and sometimes you get one opportunity and that one opportunity leads down a path that you might consider to be overreaction or not fair but that is life so i just wanted to say that before we like jump into the two conversations i've been seeing the most pop up around social media because i think people are kind of forgetting like these are human beings even though they are you know rich and famous celebrities or whatever the case they're still living a human life and one joke could you know what i'm saying get your chin checked the same way this one negative incident this one stain on will's career in this time or whatever could get him in a lot of trouble they talking about taking this oscar back like they having that conversation because of this one incident like i said you live in a human life you live in real life sometimes it would only take one fuck up to ruin your shit so i just wanted to say that because it seemed like people kind of forgetting like we don't always get second chances or shit even first chances in life sometimes it's one and done but what i'm seeing the most as far as the way the conversation is um, evolving especially within the black community is two things he shouldn't have did it you know what i'm saying at the oscars and that conversation in itself is kind of rooted in you know what i'm saying making sure black people look good in front of white people which i don't give a fuck about and then the other conversation that i'm seeing spawn from this is you know protecting black women and what does that look like and how do we do it and when is it you know crossing the line between protecting and defending black women and just you acting out of pride and ego and emotion the first conversation that i just mentioned you know about looking good in front of white people like i feel like personally i'm past that like I don't care about white people's opinions and how they feel about me expressing myself, you know what I'm saying, in a human way. Granted, you know what I'm saying, the slap can be considered assault, you know, there is a level of aggression there <laughs> that uh, takes place when you feel like you need to assault somebody or put your hands on somebody. But outside of that, it is just... Or it is also a human emotion and just something that, you know, what I'm saying we are allowed to experience in whatever setting that it arises in. I don't like this whole narrative where will is supposed to be setting us back or making us as, you know, black men or black people in general look bad for his decisions. First of all, Will Smith is Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? He represents him. I understand the burden he carries and all black people pretty much carry when it comes to entering a space that we're not necessarily accepting in and it's not there for us and we're still trying to thrive and make sure that we don't cause any attention that will you know what i'm saying get us looked at in ways that we don't want to be looked at i understand all of that but at the end of the day 
we don't have to worry about that. We do, but we don't like it's not our problem that these people, white people, I mean, specifically see black people the way that they do. Like they chose to look at us as, you know, these violent animals and stuff like that. Have we played a part in pushing that narrative for them? Yes. But is it our fault the narrative exists in the first place? It is not. So for me, just my opinion, I don't think that is something that we need to continue to put in our own communities, in our own heads about making sure that we appear in front of white people as toned down versions of ourselves. Like we are not three fifths of them. Like they tried to make us believe we were way back in the day when they was mad about slavery, not being a thing anymore. Like we are not any less of white people. Like we're not, they're lesser. They're not superior to us. Like we don't need to show up in certain spaces and present ourselves in a way that's going to make them feel comfortable to be around us and accept us and shit like that. Like I'm all for going where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. The Oscars has proven that they are a, an establishment, you know what I'm saying? Founded by a bunch of white people that are just tolerating black people being in their industry. Like I said earlier in the episode, they are doing things to try to be more inclusive. And, you know, I appreciate that. It is what it is. There are plenty of black people in the film industry that still respect the Oscars for what they stood for. As far as being the highest honor or highest award that you can receive in this space. Like I still fuck with all of that. That is cool. I'm happy that there are still people in the film industry that strive to you know, reach that level of excellence, you know, have that trophy to show that they're acknowledged in a way that distinguishes them from, you know, other people in the industry that have not received the accolade. All that is cool, but we did not choose to put this like negative connotation over black people that we have now internalized and kind of forced ourselves to play a part in by way of trying to appear in front of them as these civilized and you know white collar ass people like and i'm not saying that black people aren't civilized and we're not white collar and we're not um you know what i'm saying cultured and we you know what I'm, saying? I'm not saying that we're not human beings i'm just saying that it's not our fault that they look at us the way that they do. So it's not our responsibility to change that. We have our own award shows. We could go and, you know what I'm saying? Celebrate each other and give each other awards and stuff. Why we keep holding these kind of award shows higher than our own, the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys, the Tonys. We continue to lift these award shows up and hold them to this, you know, esteem as like the awards to like officially legitimize yourself as whatever artist that those awards celebrate meanwhile we have like the BET awards and the NAACP awards and the soul train awards like we have award shows for us that do the exact same thing we just don't hold them to the same regard now I know you know what I'm saying there are black people that might listen to this and feel like I'm wrong and <laughs> they, you know, just want us to look a certain way in front of these people like it matters because 
X, Y, and Z. That's cool. You're allowed to have your opinion and that's great. I actually want to talk to more people who would more take that side and like try to understand what it is about white acceptance that makes them feel like it has to be that way. Like we have to be accepted by them. I want to talk to some people and understand that because, you know, there are some of us out here who, you know, would rather just build our own and just focus on our own and celebrate our own. And then there are some of us out here who are more, you know, we need to get along with the white people so that, you know what I'm saying, we can prosper. And both sides of the conversation have legitimate arguments. They both have legitimate reasoning behind them. And I'm okay with that. I'm just in a place with myself where it's like I've been the black guy that, you know, outshines his co-workers and his um, peers in school or whatever the case might be. And I still get looked over for whatever weird reason. Like I've been that person before. I've shown up as the cookie cutter black boy in front of white people, the one that, you know, smile, everybody loves that I've shown up as that person before and I've not received the things that I felt like I deserved at the time where I've been overlooked for things that I felt like should have went to me or I've worked 10 times harder than my white counterpart and not received the same amount of credit or acknowledgement for it. Like that's black people. We show up all the time as the, you know, the image that somebody who feels like we need to look good in front of these people so they're not using that stuff against us later. Like we've shown up as that plenty of times, which is why Will's situation, it does not affect me in that way because this was one instance where he kind of stepped out of the character that everybody on that side of the table likes. And now everybody's condemning him for it or certain people are condemning him for it. And, you know, making it seem as if this is a setback within the culture and the image that we're trying to build to look good in front of these people. And in me saying that, I also have to acknowledge that Will has been pretty much perfect <laughs> since, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air pretty much as far as his like, social standings are concerned his public image is concerned like his acceptance by white people are concerned like he's been pretty much perfect or whatever so it's like he's been showing up in these ways that certain people who are having this conversation about how this looks in front of white people and you know the white stage of the oscars and all of that like he's showing up perfect in those regards plenty of times before there's one time where he has a very human reaction to what he perceived to be disrespect like now that is all in jeopardy everything that he's done in the past and what he's looked like if you know and how he's represented for the culture is all like in question now because this one particular moment and that shit sucks because it's like <laughs> why why like their approval should not matter that much like there are some very baseline things that went into the slap right some very morally based um ideology that went into that you know we are taught to be protectors when i say me or when i say we i mean black men we are taught to be protectors and providers for our women you know i have my own opinions on that shit as well but at the core of it I'm down for protecting black women and defending black women. I'm down for that. That that makes sense to me. 
defending a person, period, makes sense to me. But I understand exactly why a little bit of extra care and attention needs to be given towards the black woman when it comes to defending and respecting them and standing up for their honor in certain situations. Not unlike the slap. I feel like everybody who's had a significant other, much less a wife, whether you're black, white or whatever race identity you claim, you understand that. Like there are certain things that you just instinctively do when it comes to protecting your loved ones and the people you care about. So I definitely understand why Will did what he did. Even though that is not necessarily, like I said, something I would have done or or not necessarily the way I would have handled it. Because I'm all for getting physical with a motherfucker. I don't care about stuff like that. Like if we want to <laughs> throw hands, we could throw hands. It's just it's going to take me a little minute to get there because I'm a lot more level headed than the average person, in my opinion, anyway. But instances like these should not, you know, redefine a person who has defined themselves as somebody who's not like that all the time so this whole conversation even at the academy was said to be having about you know what i'm saying reconsidering giving will the oscar or trying to take it back or whatever the case might be like he earned that shit you was gonna give it to him before the situation happened clearly you saw what everybody else saw when they watched king richard so leave him alone about that now if you want to reprimand him some other way or, you know, make it clear that, you know, what he did was not OK. And, you know, because I don't think the Academy has put out like an official press release about this or made an official statement or whatever. But rescinding the Oscar behind this, that's too far to me because one and the other don't have to do with each other. Like, sure, the shit happened at the ceremony where Will received his Oscar or whatever, and Will was the person that caused the situation and X, Y, and Z, but that does not diminish his work, his talent, and what went into everything that made King Richard the amazing movie that it is. So taking that Oscar back for him, it just don't make sense as a punishment. It doesn't make sense to be like, well, since you, you know what I'm saying, got violent, at this award ceremony or whatever, whatever, we're going to reconsider if you did a good job acting in that movie role. Like, that don't make sense. He did a good job. Y'all saw it yourself. You gave him the award. Let him keep it. But then on the flip side, if they do decide to take the award away from him, if they're in their rights to do that, then it is what it is because you cannot control how people respond to your actions. And that's... The sad part, because like I said, you could show up perfect and, you know, not cause a scene and be exactly what, you know, these people expect you to be and still not win. Like Beyonce, <laughs> we not going to just uh, breeze over the fact that Beyonce put on a stellar ass performance of the Be Alive record, which was also from King Richard, which was nominated for an Oscar as what? best song from a motion picture i think the oscar was either way she killed her fucking performance she had everybody looking fire she sang her ass off the microphone was on that was not a pre-recorded track underneath her carrying the vocals like she sung that shit had blue ivy leading the choreography in the front of the uh, whole video thing or whatever like the performance was amazing. That fucking 
tennis ball yellow green highlighter color that she had everybody fly out in like that shit was amazing like she did a phenomenal job with that performance sat in the crowd watch will smith <laughs> smack somebody or not somebody chris rock watch will smack chris rock and still lost the oscar did not get up and champion Will's decision. Didn't, you know what I'm saying? Speak out of turn. Didn't get upset when she didn't win the Oscar or whatever. Performed at the Oscars request and still did not win. And this is why I say like, it doesn't really matter how you show up in front of these people. Like, yes, a more, you know what I'm saying? Refined and a more elegant and a more you know, just level headed, you know, being calm in situations when you're around these kind of people or whatever. Like, of course, that, you know, looks better and it makes people feel more comfortable and it makes the community feel like you're representing us well. We champion Beyonce for those very things. Like, she is a very, very great representation of the culture. But at the same time, it's like, look how they did it. Like, the song didn't win. And they had her spend <laughs> millions of dollars to make sure that production happened. I don't know if it was millions, but it looked expensive. It looked expensive. It looked expensive. So I'm going to say it was millions. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it really don't matter. Like, you show up how you show up. You win how you win. Or you lose how you lose. It's just, it's what it is. I don't think we need to be concerned about making sure white people understand via our celebrities that we are not these animals and criminals that they tend to paint us to be in the media and in these movies and tv shows and shit like they're gonna blackball you they're going to you know what i'm saying snub you <laughs> they're going to paint whatever narrative they want to paint about you no matter how you show up so be yourself and don't be afraid to have a human moment in front of them, even if you feel like it's going to have an adverse effect on how they view you just because they don't expect black people to show emotion in front of them because they know that we know how they look at us. Now, what I do think um, kind of looks bad, whether people kind of realize this or not is you know other black celebrities coming out and being harsh with will and condemning him for his actions because of everything i just discussed as far as looking a certain way in front of white people like you know we've seen stephen a smith chime in we've seen shannon sharp get on his platform and say what he had to say about it and while I understand where those gentlemen were coming from, I don't necessarily like that it had to be done like that. Why? Because this is putting a narrative in the air for white people to grasp on that makes it seem like even us as black people are against Will's, you know, being able to display some kind of human affection or human emotion in a situation where he felt like he was disrespected or, you know what I'm saying, offended or whatever the case might be. Now, I understand, you know what I'm saying, that this particular scenario or situation, I should say, is going to leave a, an impression on Will Smith with other people. And it's also going to be something that stains Chris Rock 
as a brand and as an entity and as an individual, as a man for quite some time. Like the internet is not going to let this shit go. This shit was legendary. Then the memes that came from this shit, uh, we're going to be talking about this shit for a while. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like if the Oscar people didn't escort Will out and cause a scene or whatever, they still let him go up there and get his award. They taking forever in the day to move and make a decision and say how they feel about the situation and how respond to Will's apologies and shit like that. Like, why are you jumping into it and pretty much driving a narrative that will paint Will to be like a bad person. Because for me, in terms of the conversation of how we show up in front of white people or whatever, I feel like that needs to be a part of it. Like we don't need to be (laughs) in public settings on these grand platforms. Like Stephen A. Smith has a huge platform. So does Shannon Sharp. And they understand what the issue was that caused would be like this but being that kind of person to just say like oh you know this is a disgrace and all this other shit or whatever whatever call will and tell that to him like speak to him privately about the shit like we don't need to do anything to add to the fact that will is in you know the hot seat right now especially coming from two other prominent black men in entertainment like how about behind the scenes you tell will how you felt about him and why or do what denzel and tyler perry did pull that nigga to the side you know what i'm saying off away from everything and have a conversation with him about how he just fucked up a little bit like jumping on your platforms or whatever looking for your moment to speak on things like that like especially doing it in that way i don't know i don't know if it helps whatever cause you are trying to bring awareness to in saying the things that you had to say in regards to how you felt about Will doing what he did. To me, it makes the case for white people to go ahead and condemn Will themselves behind this kind of shit because it's like, oh, well, look at these two black men or whatever, looking at Will and holding him to the fire and for his decisions or whatever. We should do the same. And I don't know if Jim Carrey saw what Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp had to say and decided he wanted to take a similar stance himself. But this is what I'm referring to when I say, you know what I'm saying? You handle this man like that in public or whatever, that opens the door for people on the other side to do the same thing as well, even though that might not necessarily be what is just in this moment because you better believe like (laughs) they're going to be using that as well. Like, Oh, look, Shannon said something like this and motherfucker Stephen A. Smith said something like this. So I feel the same way and I feel like it should be worse. And this, that, and the third, like they just going to use that as an excuse or another reason to further drive home the point that they want will to be, penalized for this or reprimanded for it outside of that though because that's a conversation that can continue on and on i do want to touch on this other conversation that i see having about you know i'm saying protecting and uh standing up for black women and i agree with the conversation being had i think it is one that needs to be had this is probably one of the most public displays that we kind of have to go off of that um, will lead this conversation or that can lead this conversation in the right direction. Like we're seeing Will and Jada go through this as two of the culture's most prominent, you know what I'm saying, figures. 
and we're seeing what ultimately black boys and black girls have been taught for generations about how black women and girls need to be protected and defended and stood up for. Now, I've been seeing some women say that, you know, they never want violence to be the answer or violence is not how you defend black women. And I've seen some uh, black women say that what Will did was exactly what you would expect or what they expect for their significant others to do in the case of defending them against something that was said or done, you know, to them or whatever to cause them any kind of emotional or physical pain. Obviously, this conversation in itself is nuanced because not all black people are the same and not all scenarios are going to be the same. And it is up to the individuals involved to decide how they want to show up for one another in terms of defending themselves or defending their partners and standing up for black women and protecting black women. It's not a blanket thing because the situations will never be blanket. Like there's always going to be specific factors and variables within a situation that will, you know, force a man to choose in the way that he does things in order to protect his lady and vice versa, because black women should be protecting their men as well. Like we know that, you know, based on this, we could tell like <laughs> there are some men that are like, yeah, I would have did the exact same thing. And then you got some men like myself that I would have handled it differently, but I definitely would have checked him. And you got some men that are like, you know, it's a joke or whatever, like X, Y, and Z. Like they feel, everybody feels different about the situation. But one thing everybody can agree on is that in that moment, Will did something that we've all pretty much been taught and pushed to do. Not saying that Will is justified for putting his hands on Chris Rock. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we all have a code within us that says you need to protect, you know, black women, black girls, black families, everything like protection and defending and standing up for the honor of is a big thing within our community, especially when it comes to the dot to the dynamic of, you know, men and women outside of that, though, like one of the main reasons I brought this up or wanted to talk about it is because Charlemagne on the Breakfast Club, you know, earlier today or in a week or whatever, we you know he was covering the situation himself. And um, he made a very good point that protecting and standing up for black women also means, you know, what I'm saying not cheating on them and making sure they are protected, you know, emotionally and physically and, you know, all that shit. But I wholeheartedly agree. You can't be like, oh, you know, what I'm saying protect, you know, black women standing up for black women. You know, you ready to fight over your lady, you ready to shoot by chores or whatever. But. You can't stop cheating on her. You beating her on her yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you don't uplift her. You put her down. Like protecting black women is more than just showing up to knock a nigga out if he try your lady. It's also what you do at home. It's also how you view your lady. It's also how you show up in the world in respect and regard to making sure that you don't do or say anything to embarrass her. Y'all represent each other. Once you decide on any level to be connected to another person, ultimately you represent them in some fashion. And this is extra true for black people because look at what's going on with Will Smith. We are looking at him or 
it's a lot of us are looking at him. A lot of y'all are looking at him like you represent us like this probably wasn't the best time and the best way to handle it or whatever. Like it's just something that instinctively we have built within our culture that we are representations of each other, even though at the same time we're not. So in protecting black women, that also needs to be a conversation had or at least this part needs to be included in the conversation about making sure that you're protecting her at home as well from you and the shit that you do that could put her in emotional distress or could put her in harm's way or could just, you know what I'm saying, ruin your family and or the relationship that you share with whatever black woman that you are defending at the moment. So shout out to Charlemagne for making that point. You know what I'm saying? Like well received and I wholeheartedly agree outside of that though to uh, close all of this up what I do want to say about the situation that I'm not like (laughs) that I kind of just feel a way about is that the fact that this shit kind of like overshadowed everything else with the Oscars mind you I did not even know the Oscars was airing you know what I'm saying I thought that shit was coming on next week like I had no intention of watching, even if it did, like I already knew what time it was. I scrolled through the nominees and seen only a handful of black people that I know. So I was like, well, if they win, it'll be something on social media about it and I can celebrate. Otherwise, I'm not tuning in to watch my people get snubbed once again. So this particular situation pretty much overshadowed all of that. (laughs) Like we know Will won his Oscar because that's a part of the story. After all of this shit that happened with Chris Rock, he was still able to go on stage, you know, receive his award, give his speech, yada, yada, yada. Go out to parties afterwards. He's been celebrating and relishing in the fact that he won his Oscar. But this situation with Chris Rock like completely is dominating the media coverage for the Oscar and we haven't really gotten the opportunity to celebrate the other winners of the culture like Quest Love who won an Oscar for his Summer of Soul documentary which is a documentary that kind of um takes a special look at the revolutionary time in black music in like the late 60s and 70s where you know what i'm saying people like bb king and gladys knight and nina simone were doing things to you know what i'm saying take a stand for black music and black entertainment in a very very like important and revolutionary way that kind of shaped the way things are transpiring now with you know how we celebrate ourselves and how we show up in mainstream media so that shit needed to be talked about because like (laughs) that documentary in itself was a very very like important piece of content that needed to be shared and then on top of that the oscars turned around and was like oh no this was fire as a documentary like you deserve an award for it completely overshadowed though because you know will want to put hands to face <laughs> also it overshadowed um will packer who was the producer for the oscars this year a black man and he made history by employing an all-black production crew to assist him in producing the oscars this year that's a big deal <laughs> like 
The whole reason Jada had her issue with the Grammys before is because it was too much white shit going on. <laughs> and they wanted to give black people opportunities to do some of these things. Will Packer had an opportunity to produce this Grammys this year. He did a great job. And um, the team did as well. It was just some legendary shit going on. And then, you know, Will interrupted all that with a slap. So that is probably the part that I'm most like let down about because... I understand why Will did what he did. I haven't lost any respect for him. Um, I haven't even really lost any respect for Chris Rock. It really genuinely seemed like he didn't know about um, Jada's medical condition. Now, their past is one thing. And maybe Will been holding that slap in for a minute and figure, you know what? I'm tired of us or I'm tired of him embarrassing us and making us the butt of his jokes when it comes to this shit. So I'm embarrassed him. Maybe that's what led up to it. Who knows? But in its totality, this particular situation, I don't feel like Chris was necessarily like the bad guy in the situation, nor do I feel like Will was the bad guy in the situation. This probably could really just be chalked up to a misunderstanding that kind of went too far. Now, Will has, you know, taken to his Instagram to issue, you know what I'm saying, public and formal apologies to the academies and all the nominees once again and he did mention and uh, apologize to chris rock in this instagram press release this time because he didn't do it on stage when he was <laughs> receiving his award when he started apologizing he left chris out but you know he i guess calmed down and decided to do it on instagram publicly which i don't know we don't know how chris feels about that because he hasn't responded <laughs> so I mean, it is what it is at this point. Things are starting to cool off. You know, hopefully we have some kind of resolution to this when Chris decides to speak out. And I don't know, maybe a red table talk will happen or whatever. But I do want to ask because I feel like Will standing up for Jada or, you know, what I'm saying trying to defend Jada's honor, or whatever the case might be, was not necessarily something that was caught in a question more so the actual action that will took to do that so i want to know how would you guys have handled the situation personally like i said i would have pulled him to the side on a commercial break explain to him the situation make sure that he understands that it is imperative that he goes on television and apologizes to my wife the same way that he decided to make a joke about her in public on television and you know let that fall where it falls as far as getting physical if he decides not to do it or whatever the case might be but what about y'all and what do you guys feel about chris rock's joke now that we understand the totality of it you know with jada dealing with alopecia and knowing that this is not the first time Chris Rock specifically has targeted Jada and Will in one of his, you know, many jokes about things happening in the culture. Like, do y'all feel like now that we understand, you know, a more broader scope of the situation, do y'all feel like the joke was in poor taste? Like, do you feel like Will is tripping and Jada should have just ate that? Do you feel like Jada should have stood up for herself and you know, kind of <laughs> gave Will the the go ahead to just relax and she speak her mind to say what she needed to say. Like, how do you think the situation should have played out? Or 
how would you have preferred the situation play out? And what do you think about Chris's joke now that we understand everything behind it? Because for me, it's fair that he didn't understand what was going on, that he didn't know about Jada's alopecia and stuff like that. Like in my mind, that makes it a joke that was just made in poor taste by accident. Like, I don't think he intended to offend or disrespect her. But now that we understand everything, do you feel like Chris owes at least Jada an apology for it? Like, do you feel like the joke should have never happened? Like, how do you feel about it? Like, just, you know, hit me up in the uh, <laughs> DMs or comment section, wherever I post this and let me know. Outside of that, though, um, Chris Rock's <laughs> tour sales have increased uh, it's been reported that he raised ticket prices and those tickets are selling just fine because you know obviously people want to go and see him on tour and get his raw unfiltered reaction to everything because he's an artist in his own right so chris rock is definitely going to get on stage during his tour and make some reference to this situation because why would he not like there's some hilarity in it and on top of that he's the person on the receiving end of the slap his side of the story didn't get to necessarily be heard because he was being such a gentleman and maintaining his composure throughout the situation even though he clearly was physically assaulted and confused as to how the night was just rolling on <laughs> without anything happening to will not even being escorted out by anybody or anything like that like chris rock has a story to be told and i'm interested in hearing it like whenever he decides to speak on it maybe i'll come back on the podcast and do a part two to this thinking out loud but i just want to um leave y'all with those pieces of information and you know get your opinion on how you feel about the joke and how you feel about will's reaction and i also want to know how does jada feel i seen that you know she made like some very very vague and like short comments about oh you know everybody's in a healing phase or something like that that i seen that was said by her but i want to know how Jada feels because if I'm being real Jada's feelings toward the situation is probably how I would navigate it if I was somebody in a position to make a decision based on will and if condemning him is appropriate or reprimanding him is appropriate or whatever because the joke was about Jada will going up there was about Jada if Jada is saying, I feel fine, black community, y'all don't have to turn up on, on Will like he did what I expect any man to do. Like if Jada comes out and be like, my husband stood up for me and I respect that and I appreciate it, whatever, whatever. If Jada was OK with this fact or whatever, then all of our opinions don't matter, like good or bad. If her opinion of it is my man did what I would have wanted my man, my husband did what I would have wanted my husband and the father of my kids to do in that situation. Then, in my opinion, like everybody else's opinion are <laughs> small compared to hers. So I don't know. I, I'm really wondering how Jada feels and why nobody is speaking about the fact that Jada has not formally made a you know comment or she's not formally addressed the situation in a way that would explain to us how she feels about the situation everybody is pretty much making their own 
ideas and opinions and decisions about things and saying how they feel about Will and saying how they feel about Chris and the whole situation about looking a certain way in front of white people and this is not how you protect black women or this is how you protect black women like a lot of conversation going on that is excluding Jada and her feelings and her opinion and I would like to hear Jada speak so maybe we'll get a red table talk and she'll you know what I'm saying elaborate and like really tell us how she feels about the situation but until then, answer those questions for me in whatever way you feel like contacting me. Um, I'm at B-R-I-A-N-S-A-P-P-H. That is Brian Saff. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. I will post a graphic for this episode. That is your space in the comment section to converse with me about those things. Um, my DMs are open as well. If you'd rather have conversation that is not like super public, I'm for that too. I'm okay with that. But yeah, let's talk about it because I think at the end of the day, Jada's feelings are most important. But until we get her side of the story, I want to know how y'all feel about it. Because like I said, this conversation is very, very layered and a lot of it has to do with the connection that black men and women have to instances like these. But that is it for this particular episode of the Talk and Play Blurrycast. I hope I did not talk your ear off about this situation. The episode is a little bit longer than I had intended, but not nothing crazy. So it is what it is. I will catch y'all on the next one. I know it's strange, but my brain's gone really insane And I'm off the chain, sipping on a fifth for the golden grain I feel like slapping a nigga today Slapping a nigga today I feel like slapping a nigga today